everyone and welcome to play on k the korean drama podcast with emily and raquel and this week we're continuing touch your heart but we're only doing two episodes episodes nine and ten took a twist on you took a quick twist sorry we did not warn anyone about this we probably could have tweeted that out we still could there's time but i don't know it'll be posted for a while yeah it just never used twitter so don't count on it. Yeah. If we're thinking that's how we're going to get information out, then no one will ever know anything about what we're doing. Um, no, we just, there's so much to talk about, guys. There's so much in this K-drama. And also, we came to the conclusion that we wouldn't mind if this drama just went on forever. So we're making it go on forever. <laughs> Here gonna, it is. Our own way. We're going to curl up and live inside this drama, make a home. We will become the secretary or the receptionist. That's us. Uh, uh, We're her. I love her. We are her. Mm-hmm. We are in it. We're in, in it. the thick of it forever. So oh, the other reason, the other reason we split it up is because so much happens. We did watch all four episodes, and we decided we couldn't handle it. The emotions from episode to episode. We're so different. What we felt inside our hearts yeah, was so different. It's a roller coaster up in here. It's mm-hmm. like a, it's like going to a weird pier theme park, and one of us is screaming on all of the rides and dropping the cotton candy. <laughs> and one of us is just a mess, <laughs> and the other is doing fine. You can guess which is which. <laughs> Raquel is the mess. Oh no! <laughs> I think I'm the mess. It's okay. Honestly, we're probably all the mess. I'm the bear. I'm the ground bear. <laughs> I would never drop you on your face. Man, I'm excited to talk about that. I don't. Is that in this? Yeah. No. I, isn't that episode 13? Oh no. Or, sorry, 11. Oh no. Spoilers. jumping ahead Uh-oh. right off the bat. I guess I do. Do I have to cut all of that? Dad. Probably not. I messed up. People on the inside will know. Probably mm-hmm. people listen to our podcast after lis- after watching every single episode of Touch Your Heart. Because honestly, it's so good. I would never stop watching just to listen to this podcast. I know. It takes a huge force of effort to just quit watching so that we can record a podcast, let alone listen to something I mean, we are not as interesting as that K-drama. I know that for sure. I know that much. (laughs) Uh, I love this drama. It's very good. Um, I do have to confront, though, in the last episode we recorded, we talked about how for sure someone saw them kiss. How we knew (gasps) in their heart. I was going to say that, too! Yeah, we were so positive, and we were both wrong. Sort of. I hate that. Yeah, though I, there was a moment when I for sure thought they were going to be, they were going to drop in that Secretary Yang was there, because she real hard hinted at them pretty early on in episode nine, I think it was, mm-hmm. that that she was like, are you guys dating? I She didn't ask it quite that obviously, but I thought she was going to... It she was, knows all. Yeah, it was going to do a flashback where she was standing creepily in the background the whole time. <laughs> Fucking in oh, the bushes. Like, they all start hinting hard at it. It's uh, They all start catching on in these four episodes, but... But not really? Not just, really. Just as a weird all. way to tease them? Mm-hmm. It's like a fun new thing. Pick the two least likely people to date in the office by your standards and then torture them over it. I was going to say pick the two most beautiful people in the office. Ah, yes, that's fair as and well. That's fair, but just barely. God, that office is gorgeous. Yeah, what the what? They, Stop being so attractive. They have it going on in that office. 
Something's in the water over there. One other thing that we've got to clear the air on, for sure, that uh, that we said in our last recording was how wrong we consistently got Secretary Yang, Yang's uh, name. I'm pretty sure we called her Secretary Yoon for a long time. Oh, that's fair. That so- sounds familiar. Yeah. Sorry, guys. You know the secretary. We're the just, nice one with the smile. Yeah, we're just the dome domes. That we're just the <laughs> Americans. We don't know people's names. We don't remember names. Thank you so much. Oh, they started talking about a lawyer. Um, Kim Se-won starts going after the his old Sunbae from school. And his name is... Oh, I wrote it down somewhere. Choi Yeon-soo. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't sound like Lawyer Choi and Yoon-so mixed up all together in the most confusing accumulation of three names that I've ever heard, I hate it. Don't make a name that's everyone else's names mixed together. Yeah, that's, that's a lot, guys. That's a lot. We're terrible with names. I can't even pronounce Choi right. Right. All right. Um, yeah, so we start episode nine with the libel suit for the... How do you pronounce those cookies, Raquel? Oh. Macron. Macron. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I do it? <laughs> Commit fully. First rule of acting. Yes. Don't... I mean, if you're going to go, don't go halfway. Macron. Macron. <laughs> I always say macaroons, and I don't know if that's right. That's what I said when I was a kid, but I think there's macarons, ma- macarons, macarons, oh, fuck me, and macaroons, I think they're two different things, and I don't oh. know the difference. Are the macaroons the ones that are just egg whites? I think so. I, fuck if I know. We should not I, make guesses. No. Don't school us on this. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, unless you have, like, those. a really nice, like, SparkNotes version, then you don't mind typing it out. But, like, it's fine. They were cookies. People love them. I've never eaten them. Pretty sure they got super famous when uh, they appeared on, like, Gossip Girl or some. Doesn't matter. I have eaten them, actually. They're pretty good. Are they? Yeah. Secretary Yang takes the Earl Grey one, I think. And I have had an Earl Grey macron. And... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they're really good. I like them a lot. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. uh, (laughs) We're never going to say that word again or talk about that case because it doesn't come up any other time. Right? They just needed it to uh, present his protective nature over her when he finds out she's got some haters and he's done with the world. He's ready to sue every person on the internet. Oh my gosh. It's so weird and so cute. I I really liked it. I liked that uh, it's one of those things, kind of like the jealousy thing, where it isn't the most flattering attitude to have toward things, but also it's one of those things where he cares so much. He cares so much, and it's so nice to see that coming out in a big way, in a big yeah. I'm going to sue everyone on the internet way. <laughs> He's not a subtle man. <laughs> My next note after he gives her the comments is that she throws him through a window. Oh. Which means... <laughs> you knew. You read my mind. <laughs> you know when she threw him through a window. Yeah, she's strong. She pushed. She's so strong. She pushed hard. Oh my god. Oh, that was so funny. The fear in his eyes was something to behold. <laughs> he thought he was going through that window. We all did. We all did. I really, I really liked how they, uh, I just like their secret office romance quite a lot. It's so cute. He's so good at it, too. He's so good at secret office romances. He's yeah. adorable. Oh, my God. She's not very subtle, and I appreciate the consistency with her character of... Her subtleness seeming to come from 
I'll do what I've seen on TV. And it's like, no, that's how you get caught, fool. Yeah. Everyone gets caught on TV. You have to be cool. You have to be much cooler. Yeah. He's so good at it. Yeah. And honestly, I've never been one. Obviously, secret office romances are appealing. Like, that's kind of a... It's like a fun little... (laughs) It's like a fun little covert ops Mm -hmm. situation going on. But that said... I don't really approve of office romances. I'm the kind of don't shit where you eat kind of person where that just makes work really hard. I don't know. Also, usually there's a power imbalance. Not always, yeah. but usually. That's what I always think of with these dramas. Yeah. If she continues to work as his secretary, will there ever be problems with asking someone to do something for you as part of their job? Yep. Conflict of interest, power mm-hmm. imbalance, it's all there. It's all there, and it gets a little bit creepy after a while. I mean, not in the K-drama. They kept it cute. They kept it light. And she's gonna quit, so yeah. it's all good. They're it's not too, board. They're not too worried about it. What would be creepy is if creepy CEO of Always actually tried to date her, actually, instead of just hit on her all the time, which isn't great either. <laughs> it isn't great. But I guess if you're a celebrity, you're, uh, you have no rights, so mm-hmm. everyone gets to hit on you, it's fine. Yep. That's the law, I guess. That's the law of celebrityism. Yep. Not only do you I not mean, have rights, they have to hit on you. You have to be objectified, <laughs> so get to it, office. Ugh. Women, I don't feel like you're participating enough. <laughs> only You're not the, supposed to. You're only the guys are getting yeah. Only the guys are getting in a nice little weird circle to objectify the prettiest person in the, the office. Secretary. Yeah. <laughs> Back on this rant. Uh, <laughs> can't get away. Well, can't get away. <sighs> Brickell, they did another show reenactment that I loved. Have you ever seen the show Signal? No, see, I'm... I was pretty sure you hadn't. Gee, dang it! I missed something. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I love um, that, though. He's, like, he's stalking her online and watching all of her old work. And they do a little tiny reenactment of the show Signal. And it's so different that it's very weird. It feels... The lines are super odd, and I don't think it would be that funny. I don't know. I guess you can tell me. I don't think it would be that funny if you didn't know what Signal was. Um, I didn't laugh, so... (laughs) But I thought it was neat. It was a neat little uh, Easter egg that was was thrown in there. Um, I've only watched maybe four episodes of Signal, but it's real, real good. I love their little Easter eggs. I don't know if we talked about it the second time we recorded our first episode of this K-drama, but um, I was screaming during the first uh, Descendants of the Sun (laughs) Easter egg. And if we didn't include that, I cannot believe we didn't include that. Oh, man. I really hope we did. Oh, I forgot we re-recorded, so we might not have. Yeah, I guess we'll have to drop it in here. Easter eggs are always a good idea when you're filming a K-drama about a K-drama actress. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love that. Yes. I wonder if you have to pay to get rights to scenes or something. Or if- Oh, yeah, we talked about off, uh, off podcast about how we wondered if they were just the same company and they didn't have to buy the rights. Yeah. It was almost like advertisements for their own dramas yeah like the lowest key advertisements no one knows that you're <laughs> advertising unless they've seen the the k-drama i don't know the descendants of the sun one felt pretty in your face but also they never said anything about descendants of the sun where the signal one i think she said a couple times i was in a show called signal oh jeez and then it was in the corner when he was watching it said signal that's how far my finger is off the pulse like i did <laughs> not they said it and i i still didn't know but right you didn't you didn't know it was a show whereas descendants of the sun is such a specific and long name and they never said it 
I think it would have been much harder to recognize had you never watched the show. Yeah, that's fair. So obvious in different ways. Because if you have seen Descendants of the Sun, it takes a nanosecond Uh. before you're (laughs) screaming out loud because it's Descendants (laughs) of the Sun all over again. And like, Mm -hmm. I get it. She wants to be in that K-drama. I would too if I were her. That's a life-changing K-drama. Oh. Yeah, I keep forgetting that that's the one she's going to be in because it's such an odd setup. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of a twisty turn. Twisty turn. We know she doesn't get the job. Yep. The song songs do. The song songs get it, and that's fine. That's fine. They're gorgeous together. They do, and they fall in love, and they get married. Sorry, Oyunso. They needed this. Um, speaking of people who are gorgeous, I do have one note that I want to- we don't have to spend a lot of time on this. It's very <laughs> revealing about who I am as a person, because the note is just Lee Dong-wook's smile. Can we just take a second? Oh my god. Yes. I his smile. I love his smile so much. It- my whole heart has- been melted over and over again every time he does even the tiniest little lip twitch but i like the full teeth little chipmunk smile oh my I love god chipmunk teeth it's so funny he's so cute oh what a charming adult man I, right because i mean i don't want to be reductive he's also gorgeous he's a very good looking attractive human being and he even he remains adult and and beautiful when he smiles, but there's such an innocence to it, and I love it. I'm mm-hmm. here for it. <laughs> I just wanted to take a minute to compliment an actor on something other than their skill, like a monster. So, yes, here to objectify. Don't worry about us. Two seconds ago, we were just trashing everyone for... <laughs> Treating the secretary like a piece of meat. At least we don't work with Lee Dong-wook. We're not taking him less seriously in his job because we'd rather date yeah. him. We're fine. We're objectifying him from overseas. <laughs> it's different when you're it's different. an ocean apart. How are Korean drama actors and actresses not in relationships? Are you saying this because you two want the two main actors of this relationship to also fall in love? Yes. Is that but just me? Also, Is that like, how are they in real life? Oh, you mean just like, like generally? Just not in relationships. They're the most beautiful people. They are the most beautiful. I imagine they're really busy, though. Like, in fact, I feel like I've seen them cite in the past that certain relationships fell apart because they just didn't see each other. They're just like on some someone was in Japan modeling and the other one was like on site in I don't know, freaking France doing a <laughs> K-drama. And between that and every other obligation they have, I don't know. Did I take the question too seriously? <laughs> Did I answer no. your question too thoroughly? I think it's time-based. Yeah. Though, if I, if a Korean drama star wanted to date me, I would drop everything and quit all of, all <laughs> of my obligations. You. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll go with you. It's fine. Or, like, if you don't want me to, I'll just, whatever's most convenient for you. Wow! <laughs> I'm a creep. I'm creepy. Hi, I'm Raquel, and I'm creepy. <laughs> Uh, but also single, so, uh, you know, ready to get on your private jet if you need me. Yeah, I'm, I hate my job. I'm not doing much, so, like, <laughs> hit me up. Hit me up. I don't know. It just blows my mind. Makes me kind of sad. But yeah. also, relationships aren't everything. Mm-mm. Be happy with your job. Yeah. Good job, guys. You're doing great. Good job, guys. Bringing down the mood, Em. You're really bringing it down. It's just a mystery to me. It is. It's it's pretty astounding. But also, from, I guess, like, it, nobody asked me, but, like, it's hard to find a person out there. It's really hard. 
That's fair. Yeah. Sometimes you are in high school and you meet the love of your life and you have the most beautiful love ever. Sometimes. Yeah, but usually it doesn't work out. Yeah, <laughs> usually. <laughs> but like, don't rely on that, kids. No. Uh, but then other times you're just socially inept and you don't leave the house, and it's fine. It's fine either way. Yeah. Cool. Hopefully so we can find the- each other. <laughs> Start a podcast. <laughs> um. um so, getting back into the K-drama. Back into the K-drama, Lawyer Dan and Lawyer <laughs> Choi have, uh, are making steps toward each other. Ugh, whatever. <gasps> You're whatever? I'm on the team now. If they're gonna make me pick a side, I'm gonna pick yes. They got you there? Mm-hmm. They did not get me there. I still am not feeling it. It's fine. It's whatever, I guess. They can do whatever they want. They're adults. I just think it's stupid. (laughs) I think it's, like I said last time, I mentioned it, and as I was speaking it, it became how I felt, that they seem to truly see each other for who they are, no more, no less. And I like that foundation for their relationship. Yeah. She's the mama's boy. And he knows she's a timid sass queen, <laughs> I guess. And they, starting from there is a very cool place to start a relationship, in my opinion. Which is why I support it. For now. Yeah. I mean, it's going to happen whether I support it or not. <laughs> the whole office is going to be dating by the end of this show. Yeah. And- it's a mess. Honestly, I just, freaking Secretary Yang's life got so much crazier in this, in, like, episodes 9 and 10. Her, I think it was episode 9 mostly, but her life is falling Mm -hmm. apart. She does not have time. She does not have time to date. No. She doesn't. But also the manager is pretty understanding about that, the office manager. And she might have more time to date. I don't know. Uh, let's jump into that storyline, because it's maybe half of the episode of Nine. And then it is all wrapped up pretty quickly. Yeah. It feels like it's going to be a real ride, and then it's done before it even begins. As is the case with most of the lawsuits in this K-drama, they do not... Keep they don't give you time to worry about it, really, which I guess yeah. is good because there's enough relationship drama to keep me busy, but <laughs> but it's odd, it's an odd choice. Um, there's a video circulating of some bullies. We start to suspect, oh, homegirl, Secretary Yang's daughter gets accused of being the bully. And then Secretary Yang finds the jacket that the bully was wearing. Wearing? I don't know. Everyone starts to think it's a homegirl. Mm -hmm. Except for office manager Lee. The only person. The only person. And he takes her out to lunch. (laughs) Tells her he's going to be her dad soon. I'm going to be your dad soon. (laughs) Let's, Let's start bonding. They have a moment. It's really nice. It's nice. I'm just very happy. And then it gets resolved in seconds. It was yeah. very much like we should have just had a voiceover narrator tell us how it got resolved. Raquel's voice comes in. So listen. Secretary's so young and Secretary Yang's daughter, homegirl. I think her name is Yi Jin. Jin Yi. Jin Yi nailed it. Second try. Um, <laughs> confirmation. Uh, it, anyway, yes, that very good joke uh, where Raquel becomes a narrator, but then she doesn't even know everyone's name. We just call him Homegirl, and you have to know who we're talking about. Yes. Homegirl. Thought she did it. She didn't do it. The end. The end. That's it. She's been talking to her dad. Which is actually really nice. And I thought it was nice (laughs) the moment that 
they gave her and her mom where they, oh, they just on the swings. Him. Yes, it was beautiful. That was a really, really nice moment. And that was the moment that I was referring to when I said Secretary Yang might have more time for dating because maybe her daughter will have more time with her dad. Yeah, Which is sad for her mom in ways, I'm sure. But might be good for uh, Jin Yi. It's, it's good that they brought that to light because, listen, you can still be a good dad even if you weren't a great husband. They're mm-hmm. really different roles, and it's nice that he's stepping up, and it's nice that they're kind of showing that that can be a thing. So Yeah. It's cute. They had a really cute moment on the swings, except that... <laughs> okay. Uh, I love the Vicky translators, and I never try and speak out against them, but please don't transcribe a song that's in English without... Looking up the lyrics, and just the lyrics are very weird. It was like starry lie di die di die di die di die di die, and it was very distracting to have that constantly on the bottom of the screen during this very serious conversation. It was it was a little bit weird, guys. Everything you do is amazing. You're amazing translators. It, I don't necessarily feel like we need all of the songs translated. It would be fine if we just looked up the translation on our own sometimes. And it was super dope when you put, on the first episode, I think, one of the song's titles and artists at the bottom of the screen. Yes. That's such a good idea. Maybe stick with that. You're revolutionizing the game. Let's put it that way. Keep up that good work. But I could not cry with Secretary Yang and her daughter on the swings when Starry Lighty Die 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 is going on at the bottom. I'm supposed to read everything that's at the bottom. Don't distract me when I'm crying. No, I'm too busy for that kind of sass. Sass. Okay. What's up, Rico? What's know. up? You good? Yeah. Coming up with new little terms. Yes. Um, and then, and then, and we then. get the first hint that the stalker is back. He uh, sends a plant to the CEO's office. Yes. But a real plant, not like a bug. Yep. I don't know. Not like a person that's... <laughs> didn't didn't plant someone in. <laughs> also did not send a giant building. <laughs> <laughs> oh... What's happening? <laughs> um, oh, Yinsa explains why she went to law school and why she dropped out of law school, which is fun little storytelling. Yeah. I thought it was nice, too, because I got to this point where I was just ready for her to quit acting forever mm-hmm. and become a lawyer's secretary. She seemed happy. Yes. Everything seemed she fine. She seems so happy and capable. Yeah. And I was like, just... What you could do is just go and study to be a lawyer, and you would be so happy. That would be fine. And then she kind of lays it down, and I felt a little bit more in her court of her wanting to get back into acting. I was like, yeah, you should do what you're happiest doing. Mm -hmm. That would be best. And then she starts to tell uh, Kwon Jung-Rok about her secret, that she has a job lined up. And... Not here for this weird storyline that they developed for a couple episodes where she's very nervous of him finding out that she's not a real secretary. It did not feel like a big deal to me. Like, he'd have to be an idiot to not know. And he's not an idiot. Yeah, or he'd have to be an idiot to really care. Right. It just doesn't matter as much as she made it seem like it should matter. I don't know. Anyway, I'm with you. This goes on for episodes 9 and 10. It just keeps going. We don't resolve it in this podcast episode, and it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. No. Which he says. I really, really like this scene where she says, I have something to tell you, but I can't tell you. And he says, if it's what's best for you, then that's fine with me. He's so pure. I love him. 
Good boy. So it's bad enough that I completely love Lee Dong Wook, but I am also completely in love with Quan Jung Rock, and I would do it. I would <laughs> die for him. I would do it. I would die for him. <laughs> I love him so much. Oh, that's nice. Pure. I'm in love with Oyun So, and I would die for her skin. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Yeah, but for real, though. And also, at one point, I actually think this might have been in a later episode. I was going to talk about fashion. We can still talk about fashion and not talk we about what not, I was going through. I don't think we've talked about fashion in this whole K-drama so far. So, interestingly... And we can absolutely talk about any piece of fashion of hers you want to, but I'm not... I expect her to be fabulous, and she is. Right. Like, all of her clothes are great. There are a few pieces here and there that are horrifying, but they're few and far between. Very, very, like, one or two. What catches my attention most is how gorgeous all of his clothing is. (laughs) I love all of his coats. I love all of his sweaters. I love how he looks in a suit. I love how he looks in a collared shirt with a sweater over top. I love every. I love his casual clothes. He looks really great in casual clothes. It's all very casual good. Clothes are cool. Yeah. I think I'm here for the rest of the office. Yeah. Lawyer also- Dan with the pantsuits. Oh my god, yes. It feels like she's finding her own way. She has her own style, and she's not part of your system where women <laughs> need to wear something. She's like, I got these tailored suits in every color, yes. and she looks good. She does look really good in her tailored suits. Like, they've just, they're very, they're just the right amount of tailored and mm-hmm. professional. She looks sleek. She looks like she's ready to lawyer. Whatever like that means. borderline I plain, don't know. but <laughs> they're in just the right colors. Right, and her ties and her cravats and... Oh my god. I love it. Yes. Then Lawyer Choi, he's got the loud suits. He is a powerhouse of a man. I'm here for it. He's wearing every pinstripe in the known universe. He's found it all. He's got them all. Give me patterns, give me colors, give me lawyer choy. <laughs> oh. And then we've got the secretary, who's like casual cute, way too cute for an office. Are you allowed to wear that? I doubt it, but I love it. Speaking of what, speaking of being too casual, a little side note. Uh, how often does Yunso wear jeans to work? Because... It's a lot. I work at a bookstore, and I could not get away with that shit. And she works for as a legal secretary. (laughs) For, like, one of the top law firms in the city? Yes. If I walked into my work ready for work wearing jeans, they would ask me to please go home and change and come back. And it better not affect my timeliness. Thank you very much. And she, yeah, she's meeting with people and scheduling appointments and... And she's, like, the first person people see when they walk into lawyer uh, Quan's office. And she's just wearing jeans, and I guess that's fine. Yeah, like, I know they're $700 jeans, and that's great. Good for you. And you look really good. Like, you look awesome. But they're, like, the ripped at the bottom kind, so they're very fashionable as well. Yeah, what? What's happening? Don't wear that at work. Don't wear that, unless your dress code is... Purely casual. Because some people do... Some people can do that, and that's fine, I guess. But... I don't know. She definitely looks out of place in the office, is all I'm saying. So back on that (laughs) grind. Back on that fashion grind. Um, Who else? That's all I had to say. Yeah, I think everyone else... Like, Kim Se-won and Yu Yo-Rum are great. Yes. Great staple outfits. They feel like the models for capsule wardrobes. Like, <laughs> do you want to wear the same sweater five days in a row? Yes. Here's how to do it. I like how the costuming is pretty realistic as well as far as, like, they're prosecutors. They don't make as much money as lawyers, 
they look like they don't make as much money as lawyers. And not necessarily in a bad way. They don't look like shit. They don't look like they're garbage. No, I feel like people are going to, like, fight us because they look amazing. They do. They look really good, but their suits maybe aren't quite as tailored as the lawyers or their suits aren't, I don't know. They're not as loud. They're toned down. I would posit that... Sorry if I made you guys mad by bringing this up. I would posit that it was intentional on the costume designer's part, because that's realistic. Prosecutors probably won't have quite as nice of suits as lawyers who are pulling in the big bucks, representing CEOs and stuff. Stuff. But they, uh, yeah, they look dang good. Don't get us wrong. It's, uh... It feels like that's what we want to go for. Yes. It feels more achievable. (laughs) It's still not. They're still wearing $1,000 coats. Yes. No, I have never dressed as good as anyone in this show ever in my life. I dress most days like a garbage heap. (laughs) We are dressed exactly the same right now, and neither of us (laughs) looks good. I'm covered in dog hair. The... Freaking label on all of my clothing shouldn't say cotton or anything anymore. It should all say 100% dog hair because it's what all my clothes are made <laughs> out of. That's it. Oh, soft. You're a fancy lady now. Yes. Made with the hair of hair. the dog. Oh, luxury. Luxury. Hand um, wash only. There's a really big scene in this, it goes on forever. In, in one of these episodes. Who knows which one at this point. I did not take very good notes. <laughs> um, it's a huge scene, but it's also one of the most hilarious and uncomfortable scenes I've ever had to watch. And it was the home visit. <gasps> yes! Oh, it's weird that you called it a home visit. That sounds like a nurse thing. It That's does, what I'm my sorry. grandparents say when my nurse comes over. It's a home visit. It's a home visit. I mean, he visits her home. I thought it was a date. I called it a date. Home date. It's a visit. They know how to make it weird in the exact (laughs) brand that I know how to make it weird. So, uh... They made it a home visit. Yes. I love it, though. I'm here for it. That's who I am as a person whenever I invite anyone over, especially (laughs) if I'm could be dating them I never am but could be dating them I always the whole time in my mind I'm thinking the words this isn't a date (laughs) trying not to scream that out loud because I'm an idiot oh that's so precious yeah so I was here for that scene I felt it I felt it in my core I felt it so much that multiple times I almost had to turn the k-drama off because it was too personal I felt attacked (laughs) I loved it so much. I wanted those weird, awkward moments to just keep rolling in. And they did for a long time. Mm-hmm. They kept it rolling and rolling. And then, and we can, I, I can't even deal with it. He makes the smoothest move on her at the very end. I was so impressed with him. That, oh, my heart. Heart Raquel. That was so good. I uh cannot be cannot be happy, so uh in the end I was not pleased with it all. But <laughs> if that's all we get, then sure, it was great. Yep. I just don't understand how we're supposed to be convinced that these two people are adults and they're not gonna sleep together. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I just I get the picture of innocence thing and I know most I don't. Pe- yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I see it, but I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't understand it either. But I see it, and I guess I, I guess I understand that it is a thing with K dramas. Not all of them. Some of them treat sex like they're adults, and they talk about it. And sometimes they even have it in K dramas. They even have the sex. But, uh. Most K-dramas, it feels pretty similar to this, where they treat it with kid gloves, and they keep it pretty family-friendly to the point where they're everything but shouting, We think sex is bad! Yeah. 
I think I'm just surprised and put off and disappointed because they're so much older than the leads in a lot of K-dramas. Where you can convince me that someone real young in their early 20s, or at least someone playing someone in their early 20s, is like, I'm holding off. I'm waiting. Yeah. But someone in their late 30s, I'm like, come on, get it. Though they have both admitted in this K-drama that it's their first relationship, respectively. Ah, that's fair. Even if they're older, neither of them have really put the time into dating, and so it is kind of new terrain for both of them. And I'm kind of proud of... I don't know if it's Korea, because I don't think we should treat sex like it's a bad thing. Mm. And I don't think we should treat it as the most taboo ever, but I think it's cool that... Korean dramas often have older people that have waited to have sex. I think that's really neat. I just think that it could be handled a little better. I get that we're going for comedy. I get that we're trying to make this super uncomfortable so that people laugh because they don't know what else to do. But it's also nice that they're showing a couple of people that haven't dated before and they're kind of navigating this new thing and they're older and that's really cool. Mm. It, uh, yeah, I guess I just watch too much American media still, <laughs> where it's weird to have, like, sex jokes all day long on your day date and be like, I'm saying the wrong thing. Why am I talking so much about my bed? <laughs> and then him be like, you're imagining dirty things like this, and then, like, gently kisses her, mm-hmm. and then he leaves. And I'm like, uh, you don't even pretend that they'd, like, make out on the couch for a while and be like, we should stop here. Oh, we're innocent. We gotta chill out. It's like, kissed him him twice. (laughs) And now we'll finish our wine and head on home like a gentleman. I'm like, yeah, freaking right. (laughs) I don't know. I, uh, no, I see that. Like, they, they could have treated it a little bit more like adults instead of 30-year-old children. It's Yeah, I think the juxtaposition between all the, like, awkward sex jokes throughout the day and then being like, is this what you were imagining? And it being so anticlimactic was weird. No, it was not. Not even close, okay? (laughs) I'll tell you that. Um... But it was a cute day. Cute day for them. I was happy with it overall. I liked their matching outfits. Yes. Oh, yes. They're so cute. I feel like every interaction they have is so precious to me. And (laughs) the fact that some of those interactions include nearly matching sweaters is even better. Is he going outside? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> barking at my roommates. They're babysitting. Oh, nice roommates. Yeah. Um, so, the next day, Oh Yin So meets Lawyer Kwan's dad. Oh, I Cute. hated how they oh, first no. presented it, and then it was really nice later. I loved it because it felt really well done. Yeah. I just don't like that she isn't that person that thinks that everyone's obsessed with her, and I get that Mm. that was part of it. She isn't that person, but she definitely came off as that person to the one person that mattered. It just gave me the cringes. It was very cringy. But I think they, for me, they set it up really well with uh, manager Opa asking her, like, are you okay? Is anybody following you? Are you doing all right? And kind of these emotions from two years ago starting to resurface. And then having someone follow her through the parking garage is like, nope, not going to deal with that. I don't care if you're my fan. You stay away from me. It's like, uh, I'm on your team. I get it. Uh, I'll cringe because that's not what's happening. But they played it well. Yes. Oh, boy. Okay, the only thing I'm going to nitpick, because I'm a maniac, (laughs) is that when the first time they meet, she's like, 
yes, okay, I'm Oyun So. You caught me. Please stay away from me. And he's like, I don't know who Oyun So is. Take the pen. And it's fine and awkward. And then two days later, they go out to lunch. And Kwon Jong-rak is like, this is my girlfriend, Ojin Shim. And dad is like, Ojin Shim, nice to meet you. So I don't get that. Like, why? Why did she make this big deal about being like, yes, I'm Oyun So, get over it. And then two days later, he's like, so your name's Ojin Shim? (laughs) It was weird. They're good at noticing those little things. Yeah, and honestly, part of me wonders if his dad just is the type to be like, I don't really care what you said to me at that point in time, and to not think mm. about it. Mm. Mm, I guess the last thing that really happens that's a big deal, well, there's two things. Uh, Prosecutor Sewon is just hanging in there with his case, which... It doesn't really matter in these episodes that much, but comes to a conclusion in the next episode, so it's worth mentioning. He's Mm. doing his best, getting his hugs from his ex-girlfriend, which is nice that she's doing Uh. that for him, even if it's a little bit weird that he has to beg. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a car chase. Um, Wait, just before the car chase, this Mm. is a little tiny stupid moment. Where we finally find out why Kwon Jung Rock calls Oyun So Ojin Shim. And if you weren't so disappointed by this moment, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to be disappointed by. I thought it was so weird. Yeah. I wanted an explanation. Like, t- tell me more about what's going Does on here. Does this make sense in Korean? For him to say, I thought you used an alias. I thought Oyun So wasn't your real name. So I thought I'd call you Ojin Shim. Yeah, did he just pick that, or... Does that mean, like, honesty? I, I From what I gathered, I thought it meant hard work, because they say it a few times. Um, I have no idea, and I don't get it as an explanation. Yeah, it's also weird that he introduced her as that to his dad. If, if yeah. we're going back to that, like, this is what I call her. So. It's not her name. I made it up. It's a made-up name. This is my uh, my boo, my bae. You can call her my bae. You can call her bae. <laughs> no, you don't introduce your girlfriend by her nickname to your dad. Mm-mm. Maniac. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about Jason's dad calling you a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Love bug. That's me. <laughs> that was our old go-to. Our old go-to. Oh, guys, Jason's dad is a stoic dude. I cannot <laughs> imagine him calling him any kind of nickname, he especially did. Love Bug. Yeah, good old, good old-fashioned cowboy. <laughs> I don't think Love Bug would be in his repertoire. So weird. Why did you introduce your girlfriend? <laughs> her nickname. Anyways, apparently the nickname was gibberish and there's no reason behind it and I was very disappointed. But they slipped it in before this really cool scene so you would just forget about it. Yep, so that happens. You learn about that. You're disappointed but only for a split (laughs) (laughs) second and then you have to just deal with the fact that there's a car yeah yeah there it is and then car chase whoa we're being followed this is a different drama (laughs) the k2 now we're in it oh i'm so excited now flip the car crawl out of a burning wreckage of car (laughs) get in a fist fight get the girl get the girl (laughs) um that was really weird yeah i don't know beautifully done a good way to end Episode 10. I guess we'll talk about why it was weird more in the next two episodes, because I felt like 11 was the start of the weirdness. Yeah, 11 gets deep in the weird. Episode 10 ended, like, on an anxious note. Mm -hmm. Made you so nervous. Then episode... We'll talk about episode 11 when it's time for that. So we're nervous, (laughs) and that's how we'll end our 
per, We're per excited. <laughs> Our first part part one yep. of episodes nine through twelve. I'm losing my ability to talk and say any of the right vowels, so we'll call We're it. We're gonna record back to back. We'll see if that works out. Yep. Alright. So thank you for listening. If you have comments on anything that we have commented on, there's a couple ways that you can reach out to us. Uh, the first is that we have an email. The email is playoncavepodcast at gmail.com. This is done so professionally. <laughs> Professional. I hate it. Just make it a mess. <laughs> always do. Keep it terrible. Every time. Uh, hit us up there for anything, anything at all. Um, then we have a website, plancave.com, where we've got an archive of past episodes, and you can leave a comment on individual episodes. Yes. Let us know what you think. And you can also sign up for a newsletter on, on our website, where we let you know when we're starting a new K-drama, or, you know, when we decide to switch from four episodes to one episode, or two episodes per podcast. So, you know. Good place Big to stay. changes. Big changes. Good place to stay updated. Uh, we're on Twitter. We are at Play on K, and we almost never use it except to live tweet the pilots. Yep. And when we do, we don't tell you about it beforehand. No, it's random. But you can let us know you're listening there. It makes pretty much our whole world still rising mm-hmm. the high from the last time. The only yeah. time. The only time. First and only. <laughs> And then we're on, we have iTunes. We're on it. Um, we own iTunes. <laughs> we own iTunes. You can rate and review and subscribe to our podcast there. And any and all of those things would be super appreciated. We would love to hear from you guys there as well. Yay. Thanks as always for listening. And we'll join us next week oh. for the next two episodes. Yes. And thanks to James for our theme song. <gasps> Thank you as always, James. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.